welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome on to the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown. Thanks uh, for taking the time to download and listen to this podcast. We've got a returning guest on the show once again today. Richard Thompson going to be joining us to talk a little bit about uh, his nutrition strategy and his plan from a nutrition point of view when it comes to racing, but just uh, general living uh, around Ironman and triathlon as a whole. To everyone who checked out our uh, Patreon page yesterday, uh, thank you so much. If you would like to become a patron of the Kona Edge, uh, every little bit helps. Let me tell you, uh, you can just head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash support. Before we get into Rich's nutrition, Tips. Let's uh, touch base with the coach's corner. It's time for today's Coach's Corner. If you're looking for a coach, we've got access to some of the best in the world. So all you have to do is head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. Uh, that's C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G. Uh, you can check out some of the coaches that we are affiliated with and uh, fantastic coaches indeed. If you are a coach and you'd like to get affiliated with the Kona Edge, all you have to do is head over to that same page. It's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. Time to talk my favorite discipline, eating. Uh, not necessarily uh, the right way all the time, but uh, I'm sure our next guest is uh, a lot better at, uh, than I am, and we head back to Australia now to catch up with Richard Thompson. Richard, welcome back onto uh, the Cone Edge. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Brad. Lovely to be here. Richard, a lot of uh, triathletes swear that uh, the only reason they do the sport is that they can eat what they want. Uh, it's not necessarily the right way to go about it, but it is one of the upsides of, of taking part in triathlon. Yeah, absolutely. The calorie intake is no issue, um, uh, especially when you're getting up nearing the you know the big blocks and, and the like. It's in fact probably the you try to explain that to people and say the biggest issue is one you know is eating enough. I think a lot of athletes drop a lot of weight in that last sort of six to eight weeks and sometimes to their detriment. But um, some people don't have an issue with it. <laughs> but uh, certainly, you've got to ensure that you know you don't want to lose too much too much weight in that last week. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about your approach from a nutrition perspective. Uh, what's your, what's your philosophy? How do you how do you sort of approach things generally? Yeah, um, I'm fortunate to be very close with a, a nutritionist on the Sunshine Coast in Australia called the Natural Athlete. Um, he's uh, he's sort of helped me along the way. Uh, he, he sort of goes on the premise of um, just whole food eating, so which is as simple as it comes, really. Um, but trying to avoid anything that's processed i mean i'm a i'm a vegetarian uh, i guess um well i am um but it's not necessarily something to be noted you know to, to note but it's more just whatever you're eating whether it be yeah dairy meat anything carbohydrates fat whatever it is as long as it's as long as it's you know primarily whole food it hasn't been processed then it's good for you it, you know it, it, it's good um don't get me wrong there's not between my wife and i uh, she does. She does a lot of running, and if there's any chocolate in the house, it, there's only about three minutes before it's finished. Um, but on a, on a basic level, yeah, you're just trying to eat good food, nothing processed, and a lot of it. And you say it's pretty pretty simple. It, it's not rocket science, is it? It's uh, trying to sort of uh, keep things as 
basic as as possible no like you say no processed rubbish and and just what what your body's basically designed to to consume you should be consuming yeah exactly there was no you know back in the day there was you know in the, you know or certainly when um hundreds and hundreds of years ago there was no processed food so what and what we're trying to do is you're trying to ask your body to do ex- extraordinary things every day um and then a lot of athletes just pile on crap, you know, pile on a lot of chemicals and, and artific- artificial colors and flavors and, and preservatives and um, and then turn up the next day and ask it to, de- you know, demand your body to, to perform really, really well. And it's, you know, the whole analogy of putting, you know, poor petrol in a, in a Ferrari or, you know, you wouldn't do that. So why would you do it to your own body? So um, it is simple. If it's got a, generally, if it's got a, a nutrition label on the back it's it's got some sort of process involved um if you know you don't find any labels on fresh fruit and vegetables so or meat so or dairy most dairy so um try to stay clear of as much as you can um and yeah You'll, from, be, you'll be better for it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. From a from a race nutrition strategy, what what's what's your sort of game plan when it comes to to, to that? Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously everyone's very, very different. Um, I do suggest to everyone that, and it's really, I think it's really important because you can have, you can have a, you can have a, a nutrition plan going into a race, but you're assuming a lot of things like you're, you're assuming the weather, the humidity, hydration levels, you know, your intensity during the race, you might have a period of time that you're actually working a little bit harder than you needed to. And so you're, um, and then you, you add in, you know, your whole, obviously your taste and you might not, you know, might get flayed for fatigue, but you've got to, it's important that you've got to, I think, expose your body in training to, to all uh, circumstances that you'd, you'd see in a race. There's no point in being completely fueled to the nines in training and having perfect sessions when you have no issues with, um, you know, getting enough calories in um, and then you come to the race day, the body's screaming for something that you don't really know what it's doing, and then it all goes pear shaped because of the poor nutrient. You know, you're being too strict on the plan. So, I think the biggest takeaway I could give is that say, put yourself in a hole in training. Give yourself, put yourself in a position where you're a little bit calorie deficient, and see what, how does your body feel. Put yourself in a little bit of dehydration, which happens ordinarily anyway. But um, you need to be able to be, you need to be really uh, proactive. Um, and I guess really sensitive to what your body is trying to tell you during the race um, because there's not too many um, times I think that a perfect nutrition plan gets played out. What's the biggest mistake you've made nutrition wise in your triathlon career and, and what have you what have you learned from it? Uh, I would say it's I would say it's um it'd be close to Hawaii 2016 where um, I was where I was with I expected to be in the sort of top 10 age group overall by about 130 because I didn't expect my swim to be that good. And I was there by, I was top five, uh, myself and three other guys were in a group in the lead at about 50K. And I was too interested in what was happening to the race than focusing on my own game plan. So my biggest mistake would be to not, uh, to, to lose sight of your own performance and your own what you're what you're doing yourself 
comparing to others or comparing to times or to places. So, the, you know, your training's been done. All that's going to really affect your race is pacing, nutrition, and your your ability to have, you know, the mental strength to, to endure the tough times on the day. So if you can if you can absolutely nail your nutrition, then that's a long way to, to getting the most out of yourself on the race day. Absolutely. Well, Richard, thank you so much for your time. If people want to get hold of you, the website to get to, to, uh, to t0multisport.com.au. Uh, if they want to reach out to you, try and get some uh, online coaching help as well. I'm, I'm sure you're more than willing to help. Go check it out. Richard Thompson on that website. It's t0multisport.com.au. I'll put the link uh, to that in the show notes of this episode as well. Richard, much appreciated. Uh, really enjoyed our chat and we look forward to, to following your progress. Not Kona 2017, but beyond that, who knows? I'm sure there will be uh, another comeback onto the big island. <laughs> I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say never bad, but it's been an absolute pleasure to- talking to you and, um, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for listening. Before I go, another iTunes review. If you've left yours, thank you so much. There's a couple of cool ones coming through. One from Ian Robbo in the United Kingdom, giving us five stars as well, saying, as a relative beginner in triathlon, this podcast is a fantastic insight into what it means not only to conquer an Ironman challenge, but to master it. Well recommended for those who have been bitten by the triathlon bug. Ian Robbo, 77, thank you so much. Don't forget, when you do leave a review, if you're on Twitter or if you are on Instagram, just leave your uh, handle in there as well. So at Big Brad Brown, for instance, is mine, or at the Kona Edge. Uh, and uh, yeah, let us know. And uh, I'd send, uh, I'd love to send a shout out to you via social media. So don't forget to do that. Also, check out thekonaedge.com forward slash win if you'd like to win yourself an entry into an Ironman race just by leaving us a review uh, on the big iTunes. So go check it out. That's thekonaedge.com forward slash win. Until tomorrow, have yourself a super day. We'll chat then. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for the Kona Edge.